0: Trescott, Program Officer with the Delaware Division of the Arts, and your host today. My guest is Tracy Curry, the Program Director for the CityFest Arts Work Youth Apprenticeship Program at the Urban Artists Exchange in Wilmington, Delaware. Welcome to Delaware State of the Arts, Tracy. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. So can you tell us a little bit about
0: what the Art- Urban Artists Exchange is and when it all started?
1: Um, the Urban Artists Exchange um, goes as far back as a decade and probably plus. The visionary of the Urban Artists Exchange is Tina Betts, um, Cultural Affairs Director. And, and its you know, location is um, downtown Wilmington, 1500 North Walnut Street. Uh, the key thing about the Urban Artists Exchange is that it is a creative placemaking space, a space where you can create where the community comes um, together. And it's, it's the cultural bears, right? Where they all come together, create culture, um, transform. And it's a place of expression, a place where you can, can build, empower under the auspice of art and creativity.
0: So you had mentioned it's located at uh, 1500 Walnut Street in Wilmington's East Side District. Um, can you talk a little bit about what these locations were before they became artist spaces?
1: Uh, they were, as I'm learning this, this history still um, on a regular basis, but from my understanding, they were the Wilmington Police Department um, oh. horse stables.
0: And so for those that may not know a little bit about what the actual location is, can you walk us through, uh, if we were to show up on site, what uh, a listener might find when they get on site?
1: Okay, so the the actual address, 1500 um, North Walnut Street, whenever someone stops there or plugs it into their GPS, it actually stops at the Urban Bike Project, which is, that is our neighbors. Um, and so... Right next to us, when when and it's at the end of the Walnut Street, right? Like it, it's a one week one one way street. At the end of the street, you'll see stables. I mean, they look like they look like stables. They look like rustic, um, transformed, n- nice, funky, feel artistic stables, art stables. And then and there are. Eight of them, eight stables specifically, and if you go to the very end, there are three doors, and those three doors combined makes a community space. So, and all together, there are nine spaces.
0: Uh, And so for those that may not know about that program, can you tell us a little bit about uh, what the CityFest Arts Work Apprenticeship Youth Program is?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) It is the wonderful pride and joy and the first programming in the urban artists exchange space. So when it was started, um, one of the key things that Tina Betts, who I just mentioned, visionary, um, said is we need to begin programming in this space. And so let's start with our youth, um, which is viable and it makes absolute sense, right? They are our generation um, that's moving forward. So in partnership with Parks and Recreation, Uh, The CityFest Arts Work, and it's a long title, the CityFest Arts Work Apprenticeship Youth Program focuses on youth between the ages of 14 and 19, um, in which they will spend six weeks during the summer studying under professional artists slash teaching artists, learning a specific art discipline. And so over those six weeks, they learn whatever that art discipline is, the visual arts, an emphasis on visual arts. Um, This year, we have ceramics we have textile dye, we have painting, um, we have fashion. At the end of six weeks, they display their work, they have an art exhibition, they open it up to the public and the community and and the community can come out, see what they've done, and then they can sell their work. And the key purpose of that is for them to understand that there is an artistic creative side of this that allows them to express, allows them to understand their identity. But on the other side is that there is a business side to art right <laughs> and so we're showing them that there are various sides to understanding this this thing called art and that if you want to pursue art as a career viable like you can you can do that the the days of saying starving artists we're not we're not doing that Mm-mm,
0: no <laughs> for the youth that are participating do they have to show an interest in art before coming on board with your program or can i say you know, I, I've got an inkling about it, but I'd really like to learn more. Is this the program for them?
1: They should definitely have an interest, more than an interest, in my opinion, um, in arts. Parks and Recreation has this profound, wonderful workforce program for youth. They recruit um, youth from the city of Wilmington and a bit abroad after the recruit the youth actually choose what area they want to be in. So there's a variety of different organizations that are partnered with Parks and Rec. We are just one of them. And so in choosing what their interest is, whether it's arts, whether it's environmental justice or something else, then at that point, the organization like ourselves will come in and interview um, the youth who have chosen us. And at that point, we choose them. This is an interview. So they are they are being hired in and paid. And one of the key questions I ask is your interest in art. You know, why this program? Why arts work? Um, what are the art interests that you have? Because um, we don't want to have to work too hard like any job. <laughs> we don't want to have to convince you to be here. You have to have an interest. And you don't have to have uh, the skills like you've been studying art for for years upon years from the age of three. You just have to have an interest and a willingness to try.
0: You bring up a great point there that this is not just a a summer camp for the sake of being a summer camp. This is truly an employment opportunity and a learning opportunity and that these participants are paid to be there.
1: Absolutely, a matter of fact, we're very intentional about the the language we use. So a lot of people have called it a camp. Um, And what I tell them is that no, this is not a camp. This is, this is a job, <laughs> one. This is a paid internship, a paid apprenticeship. I actually tell the youth on a regular basis that when people ask you what you do, you say, I have a summer job. I have an apprenticeship. I have an internship that allows me to s- study under people who do this seriously. Like, this is their livelihood. So in the same way that they can be hired, they can be let go. So sure. take this seriously, we're coming into our third year, right? And so in our third year, we've been assessing like what the program, how the program has existed, how it started, um, what changes have been made over the three years, and then moving forward. I mean, the possibility may be, and I and I strongly believe that in its expansion, that there will be a shift, like right now, it's six weeks, but we may decide at some point that this may need to be two, um, two programs during the summer that focuses in different areas. When we started specifically, 2019, when I started, I sat before Tina Betts and, and she said, here's the mission, here's the vision. Okay. Are you in for this? (laughs) And I was like, I accept the challenge. And I was really excited because it's an idea of, of building from ground up. Like, how do you manifest this vision of an arts work program that focuses on youth, but also focuses on the teaching artists? So we're all learning together, right? What we didn't know is that COVID would come in. I don't think anybody knew. Well, at least us right now, we didn't know in a million years that COVID would come in. And, and from my understanding, what I learned is that a lot of partners went online. But what Tina said is that this is not an, an online or a Zoom program. It's in person. It's art. We have to be in it. We have to be in front of us, in front of each other, and we have to learn from each other. Um, So at the height of COVID in 2020, um, we started with 12. And I think while we have this full mission to do all kinds of things, I think one of the key things was, let's make it through. (laughs) Let's like, let's kind of, let's get down there and make it through the six weeks the best we can. Um, So we started with 12 youth and we graduated with 12 youth. And that was a major thing for us to notice. As as you can imagine, at any point, anybody could get COVID, right? At any point, you could be exposed. And we knew that in 2020, if one person, just because this was new, if one person had tested positive, the program would be done, whether that was in the first week, second week, third week. So the fact that we made it through the six weeks, everybody was healthy. We kept on going. And it was just such a positive experience and the feedback we received. We were just like, we have something here. Coming into the next summer, we went from 12 to about 17. And coming into 2022, we jumped up to 21 youth apprentices. So what we're learning in this process is that we're growing incrementally and that you have to take your time. The goal is not to go from 12 to 500 or 12 to 30 or 40. The goal is to grow this and to do it right.
0: The opportunity to remain in person and connected with other people in the community was also so important just socially during the beginning of the pandemic for these students to not feel like they were either stuck at home or had nothing to do. But that this program was an opportunity uh, to get out and to remain uh, public focus at a time when so many of us kind of shut down.
1: Yes, yes. You know, one of the things that I learned um, in the first year and then coming into the third year is um, relationship building. I know um, back in the day, whenever back in the day is, (laughs) the term networking was key. And while I don't mind the term networking, I think what I want to shift is that notion of networking and really focus on the word relationship. And so what we learned in being in person is who's for us? who's believing in us, and, and we learned that in person. So case in point, one of the, the examples that I use is in that first year, the Urban Artists Exchange, for the most part, the stables were done, but there were some things that were still being fixed and cleaned up and built and put in place. When that took place, we knew that we can exactly be in the space at certain times. So I started to call on partners. And at the time, I didn't even think of them as partners. I just thought of them as, here's some other art organizations in Wilmington, Delaware. Let's call and find out if they can support us or if we can at least be in this space while our space is being fixed on this day. And it was amazing how these art organizations kind of poured into us without really even knowing us, right? We're new. And so we had the Delaware Contemporary, Delaware Art Museum, the Challenge Program, like a lot of these spaces um, said, come on over, Um, we'll open the space up for you. And that's when I realized this is where the relationship begins. And I got to know the people for myself. I started to fall in love with all the organizations because at the time I hadn't, myself, I hadn't been to, to some of these places. So just knowing that people showed up um, and opened their doors at the height of a pandemic um, was amazing and humbling for myself and the staff to see. Yeah. I want
0: to take just a minute here to remind our listeners that you're tuned in to News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. Today I'm talking with Tracy Curry, the Program Director for the CityFest Work Youth Apprenticeship Program, at the Urban Artists Exchange in Wilmington, Delaware. The Youth Apprenticeship Program, while clearly is the, the crux and the passion behind so much of what you're doing uh, this summer, um, it's not the only thing happening on site. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the upcoming events or upcoming construction that's happening there?
1: So here's the great thing about the Urban Artists Exchange is when I think of the Urban Artists Exchange, I think of the word collaboration. I think of the word community, C-O-M, prefix, you know, com, which means with and togetherness. And and I only stress that that I have to actually bring up the names of other people who are part of all of this expansion, right? So there is Flux, which is Eliza Jarvis and Jonathan Whitney, their key with community arts programming that takes place in the urban artists exchange as well as with the amphitheater the amphitheater when when you come onto the site the urban artists exchange site you'll see the stables but if you look off in the distance or if you were to show what show up right now they are in construction right now getting this amphitheater done and doing that this I mean this u a e space is going to be much more than just the stables right you 'll have the amphitheater, I believe it has everything to do with um, the city fest arts work program because what that means is that the youth will be exposed to the performance side of things, which they 're already being exposed to. Just imagine you have this this stage right next door <laughs> that they can see artists perform on um, And then you'll have a green space where we can start talking about growing your own food. We've heard the
0: term creative placemaking a lot in reference to the UAE. Can you tell us what that means, not only as just a term, but as uh, what it means to your program specifically?
1: So I know that the term has been kind of like spawned out (laughs) in many ways, but the base of creative placemaking space is that one, it's a place and it's a place of creativity, and so those are the key things that I want people to. And I usually just make it completely plain it as that. Under the guise that you can create that there is synergy taking place, that there is a space and an opportunity where things can grow and power and come together and break apart um, so that you're building something new. And that building is connected to something else, which is connected to something else, which builds up into the future. The best way I like to explain creative placemaking spaces, while it is a place to uh, create for the youth and for the community, One of our, we have a mural in our space and in the mural, in the middle of the mural on the outside of our community space area, it says Ubuntu. Now Ubuntu, U-B-U-N-T-U for anybody who's listening, is a South African um, mantra that talks about the notion of reflecting each other, that I am you, you are, you are I. Under this, guys, that That means that we are each other. We are reflecting each other. We are supporting each other. We believe in each other. We are the best of each other. And so creative placemaking allows that to happen, right? And so that's when I call the magic takes place. That it's more than just one person, but it's many of us coming together um, to make magic. And art is magic. (laughs) I believe that. So at the end of this
0: this six-week culminating event, is there a, a master project that these students are, are working towards?
1: Yes, they have their art exhibition. And so the art exhibition takes place. And funny enough, in the first two years, it was literally on the very last day. So it was on the last day of the program where, they, where each studio opens up their space to the community. They decorate the studio. They display their art. The apprentices display their artwork all over the studio space strategically because we treat this like when you go into a gallery and you have an opening um, and you go into the opening and you meet the artist. that, well, same thing in a studio space. And then they basically learn the process of communicating with the community who's coming in to say, tell me the story about the art that you've created and I'm interested hopefully in buying, right? The 20 youth who were there on that Saturday, they all sold something. And then we have the ceremony. Of course, we, we close out with the ceremony celebrating, not only celebrating the youth, but celebrating everybody who has participated and taken part in this program in this season. So that is the teaching artists, that is, um, you know, the visionary, Tina, that is our partners who allowed us to visit and, and who have supported us. Are there
0: any pieces of feedback that you've heard from either the youth, their family, or community members that have really stuck with you about the impact of this project?
1: Oh, gosh, the feedback is what keeps us going. I mean, what keeps us going is the youth, right? But the feedback is always amazing because, again, if I go back to the first year, what I realized was relationships are being built. The families would thank us. The families would say, you know we know that my that our youth our child is in a safe space in a safe place because we see you we see how you're you're feeding and pouring into our, into our teenager and and that we believe in and that we support and so every so often you know i have family members who will come in on hot days right and they'll bring in popsicles and they'll bring in treats and they'll ask and say what can we do to help them to make sure that this goes through and even and we've had some bumpy roads so I don't want to pretend like this has been smooth sailing all the way through but in our bumpy roads um families show up so we know we're on the right track
0: that's fantastic to hear are there any
1: future plans that excite you Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> I mean, this is I probably should have mentioned this before, but when I think of future plans, future present. So one of the things that we we started is the idea of gifting to the space. So in the first year, there was the apprentices created a gift to the space. And that was actually a mosaic sort of big art piece that we thought was going to be a table. And when we finished the mosaic piece, uh the youth said there's no one that's going to eat on this, right? They were just like, Dr. T, there's no one's going to sit here and eat on this table. So we actually put it up on the wall. So, and then the second year we had something, the staff and I were just like, wow, the idea of actually pouring into and giving back to the space is amazing. So the second year they created a mural. And then in the third year, we realized that that mural was kind of wearing down. So we tightened up the mural and then we created another mural. I'm excited about the gifts that they're going to give in the future. I'm excited about where the program's going to build and and be. I'm excited to see kind of the different amount of youth that are coming in, um, especially as the world diversifies itself and and the population kind of building out and how we identify ourselves.
0: Great. Listeners want to learn more about the program. Where can they go online
1: to learn more? So we have an Instagram page that's called City Fest Arts Work. We are tightening up uh, the website that will go into City Fest, so that you'll see more of our work there. And then honestly, they can, they can come out in person and visit us. But what I say is just, you know, show up, visit us <laughs> in person.
0: Fantastic. Well, Tracy, we've come
1: to the end of our time. So I just want to say thank
0: you for joining me today. And if you'd like to see what's coming next for the Urban Artists Exchange or for this program... Feel free to visit the assets that Tracy had mentioned before. Delaware State of the Arts is a weekly podcast that presents interviews with arts organizations and leaders who contribute to the cultural vibrancy of communities throughout Delaware. Delaware State of the Arts is provided as a service of the Delaware Division of the Arts in partnership with News Radio 1450WILM and 1410WDOV. The Delaware Division of the Arts, a branch of the Delaware Department of State, is committed to supporting the arts and cultivating creativity to enhance the quality of life in Delaware. The Division administers grants and programs that support arts programming, educate the public, increase awareness of the arts, and integrate the arts into all facets of Delaware life. To find out more about the Division, visit arts.delaware.gov.